Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of Wrestle Life Radio. My name is Matt Sin. I'm here with my friends Chris Cumby and Kyle Pauly. Chris comes before Kyle because Chris's name comes before Kyle in the alphabet. Ooh. And we are, we are here to tell you. <laughs> all about the wonderful world of wrestling. And we're so glad that you guys decided to join us. Uh, but first things first, Chris, this day in, in wrestling history, July the 11th. July the 11th. And it, it, one of the most uh, important things that happened today is someone I really can't stand. In 2009, former WWE champion Brock Lesnar uh, won his first undisputed UFC championship bout with a TKO. And then he cut a heel promo because he's a creep and jerk in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the one where have... he talked about laying on top of Sable? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe and so. He flipped, and he flipped off the crowd. Yeah, he, he beat he, Frank he, Mir. Uh, it was Frank Mir. I remember it was like a uh, UFC legend. Yeah. Well, Frank Mir beat him the first time, and so he, with a leg lock, and then he talked crap. So Lesnar was like, all right. And then he beat him up and went across the cage and yelled at Frank Mir and flipped the crowd off and said, I'm going to lay on my wife tonight. Yep. That's, <laughs> Which is a great promo. That's so <laughs> that, weird. And that is Mr. Money in the Bank. You know, it makes <laughs> me wonder that if Dana White was like, look, I know you've got some professional wrestling experience, so go out there, be a giant jerk, and cut – like a big giant jerk promo and that's, just see how it goes. That's just him. <laughs> I think it is too. I think he is that kind of person. Yes. And Definitely. also today is Tyson Kidd's birthday. So happy birthday, Tyson Kidd. Oh, happy nice. birthday to uh, someone that was taken from us too soon due to injury. And maybe that made it sound like he was dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not dead. He's very, Jesus. he's very much alive. <laughs> I was like, wow, seen episode one, Matt. Jeez. Oh gosh. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Fake my bad. news. No, he is he is very much alive. He's married to Natalia. And uh yeah, but he, he was an incredible wrestler that uh unfortunately didn't get his due in the ring. So um so let's go. Let's just start. And one of the things that we're gonna do on the show is we're gonna review Raw and SmackDown. But we're not gonna do that today in the essence of time because we've got two huge pay-per-views coming up this weekend with uh, AEW Fight for the Fallen and WWE Extreme Rules, not to mention the G1 Climax that we're really not going to have time to get to. Uh, but I want to go over just two things on Raw, and they just so happen to be the, the ver two very first segments. Um, so, I want you, Chris. Yes. Okay, so wrestling is real. Let's pretend wrestling is real, right? Wait a minute. Pretend? It's not? <laughs> <laughs> Kayfabe, sorry. It's real uh, to me! So, Chris, wrestling is real, and your name is Seth Rollins. Yes. And Seth Kyle Rollins. Yeah, yeah, Seth freaking Rollins. And Kyle is your girlfriend, Becky Lynch, all right? Yeah, yeah he is. Oh, hot. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I come to you. I'm Shane McMahon, right? And I say, you guys are going to be in a mixed tag team elimination match to open Raw. Now, remember, in mixed tag team matches, the men can only fight the men, and the women can only fight the women. But it's an elimination match. What mm -hmm. goes through your head? I'm Seth freaking Rollins. I'm the champion, and I'm dating Becky Lynch. Tell me what to do. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that just means <laughs> that we'll get the women out of the way real fast, and then the men can fight. 
that's exactly what happened actually I know. In, in the second. <laughs> uh, but but like it, it made no sense because Becky Lynch pins Zelina Vega and it's like we're going to commercial and we're resetting because you know we have to praise the commercial gods now, right? Ugh, right. So they they reset the match and Becky Lynch stays on the corner and Zelina Vega's on the outside. But the problem with that is Becky Lynch is also eliminated from the match because she can't fight Andrade. So my question is, in, in real life terms, so if we're supposed to buy that wrestling is real and 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 Andrade pins Seth Rollins, then what happens? Is it a tie? Well, so here's the thing. I've, I've heard a lot of people talking about this, and I mean, I mean, they don't understand what's going on here. It's very simple to explain this. Becky Lynch is the man. Oh, she okay. can she can compete against Selena or Andrade. That makes sense. Yeah. So I it's, it. yeah. I mean, Selena. That she's going to be easy picking. So obviously, they knew there would be two men that Andrade could fight. Right. That explains I mean, everything. Seth's name is the man's man. So <laughs> so he could be eliminated once and then come back again. Is he the man's man? So he had two mans, like two lives or something. (laughs) I'm sitting sitting here uh, next to my beautiful wife, and we're watching Raw. And when they announce that, the first thing I say is, okay, what's going to happen when (laughs) Becky beats Zelina? And although we know it won't happen, but what if Andrade pins Seth? And obviously it didn't happen, but Becky pins Zelina just like I knew that she would. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't make sense. If you want us to buy into the show – it has to make common sense, right? Like, there's no NFL game that goes, okay, we're going to throw the ball, but if it's an incomplete pass, no big deal. Just pick it up and keep running. No, because that's not the rules of football. It's, ugh, I just, I, it just drove me insane. What's also a little bit perplexing, too, is, like, they, they say that, like, you know, men can only fight the men, women can fight only fight the women. But last week, yes. Becky tapped out Mike Bennett. So it's like, just make it men can fight the women and we, like, what's the big deal? You well, just did it last week. Well, and no at sense. the pay per view, um, you know, what's her name hit Seth Rollins in the groin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was the referee though. Yeah. So I guess that's a little different, but still, like, it, it, yeah. So it's, it's one of those things that wants me, wants I want to pick up my big screen TV and throw it through my back door. Because it just doesn't make any sense, and it makes me want to pull all my hair out. If you do that, can you get Carol to film it? Because that'd be awesome. <laughs> One million YouTube views. <laughs> yeah, come first, see first post radio. on Instagram. Matt breaking his TV. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's still because, real to me. <laughs> because of you, Vince McMahon. Ah, so it, yeah, drove me nuts. And the the second segment was as soon as that match was over, Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans attacked Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Whatever. And so then, and I'm going to read it to you verbatim. I actually went back and watched it so I could type it in, so I could read it to you guys. <laughs> so Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans are doing a backstage interview or a backstage promo. And the whole thing was bad, but I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to read verbatim what Baron Corbin said. And he said, in a, a, just terrible acting skills, wow, that was easy. Those two never saw that coming. We left the little lovebirds flat on their back. And I guess it's true. Love does make you blind. And as he said that, like my mouth, like my jaw just drops. 
And I'm like, what? Like, who wrote this? And like, it's obviously written, right? A lot of promos feel scripted, even if it's delivered well. First of all, it's delivered very poorly. And secondly, it's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard anybody say on a WWE television show. And it just drove me nuts. And I had to bring it up and, and, and just wanted to let you guys know that things still have not improved. Well, well, it's it's strange. It's like last week, it felt different and it felt like, Paul Heyman might have been more involved. And then this week, it just went right back to being crap. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to what it was before last week. Um, just a lot of strange. I mean, there's still, I guess, the Mike and Maria thing, which that was even kind of weird. Um, so weird. <laughs> I mean, I know we're not going to review everything, but uh, Rey Mysterio getting murdered by Lashley, who's so sudden 100%. Um, Cedric Alexander being happy after he lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was the masked guy and like he's supposed to be bad. Like um yeah, like it, it yeah, it's they just flat out beat him. He was on fire and then he takes the mask off. He's like, Oh yeah. I did something <laughs> cool. And yeah. is, like looking at him like, dude, we lost. Like, thanks. <laughs> My mouth's bleeding. <laughs> uh, man, I'm telling you. Well, you know, I, anything Baron Corbin, you know, he he is horrible on the mic. Horrible. Yeah. Like he just needs so to bad. just just stay silent. You know, because he's okay in the ring, and he has like the best in you know finishing moves. It's, I think. it's like nobody in modern WWE can stay silent though, and that's kind of what bugs me. Yeah, other yeah. than Lesnar, because they let him talk, and Paul Heyman's like, "Hey guys, I got this," and then <laughs> they finally put him together. Right. But other than that, everybody else has to talk. Yeah. Like there's they can't just have mouthpieces uh, i guess leo rush was like the closest one and he's not there anymore yeah, i was actually kind of hoping the masked person would be leo rush because that'd be hilarious but that would be great <laughs> that would be. but yeah so let's uh unless you guys have anything else to add we'll go ahead and move into fight for the fallen for sake of time because we've got a lot to go over um no the only so, thing the only thing i'll say is that if you haven't seen kevin owens rant on smackdown you need to go back and watch it I yeah, heard talking about good. Shane McMahon, but I haven't, I haven't actually seen it yet. Yeah, it was very good. And supposedly it's going to go into taking Shane off of TV. So I'll be very, very excited when that happens. That would be great. Yes. So, Well, um, do we – I don't want to steer the show, Matt, but do we want to do Extreme Rules first And since we're kind of on WWE and then hit AEW last? We can absolutely do Extreme Rules first. doesn't matter to me. I actually have them both up right here because I am a prepared host. So the, the rumor was – and – it's been pretty much shot down, but they were going to add the Iconics versus Asuka and Kairi Sane, one of the Kabuki Warriors or whatever, and Finn Balor versus Shinsuke to Extreme Rules, a card that already has 10 matches. And fortunately, they canceled that. I mean, also, I'd love I, to see. I take ahead. it back about the mouthpiece thing because Paige is their mouthpiece. And, yeah, uh, also, that was a really dumb, dumb segment. Like, why did Paige get to slap? Why, what kind of heat does she need? She's a freaking manager now. It's because Oscar and Kyrie can't they can't English, so I mean I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. No one ready for Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna kinda take these in in order by what I kind of think they're gonna be on the show. Not not exactly, because I'm just kind of picking from a list, but um so I'm gonna say and, and also want to do predictions. Let me open a new word document here. Also want to do predictions. That way we can uh, go over our predictions on our next show. 
so match number one, Tony Nice versus Drew Gulak. One-on-one, Drew just beat Tony Nice in a triple threat match with uh, Kira Tozawa, I believe it was. Yeah, great. Uh, at, uh, grounds. Yeah. So uh, Drew is going to get Tony Nice in Tony Nice's rematch, which we're not doing rematches anymore, but we still are. So, uh, Chris, <laughs> I'll let you predict first. Drew Gulak versus Tony Nice. How do you think it'll go, and uh, who do you think will win? Um, I mean, do you think it'll be a good match? Who do you think will win? Uh, well, if, if it's anything like the last match, it was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I can say I'm, I don't watch 205 Live, but I think I should start because every time they ha- they're on a pay-per-view, their match is one of the best matches. Um, yeah. I, Drew, Drew Gulak just won it. I kind of feel like he's going to hang on to it just because he just won it, even though he didn't pin Tony Nese, he pinned the other guy. Uh, right. I kind of feel like he might cheat to win just because he can, because uh, he's the heel here. So I'm going to go with uh, Drew Gulak. Okay, Kyle, go ahead. Uh, so I think if I if I'm a betting man, I think I got to put my money on Tony Gulak. <laughs> you know, that actually would work and not work out for you. <laughs> no, um, I mean, I agree with Chris, like, but 205 Live is, it's, it sucks because, I mean, it, WWE, modern WWE is a lot like WCW because A, it makes no sense and B, they totally mistreat these cruiserweights who go out there and work super hard. And nobody watches 205 Live. Uh, the crowds, even if there's a good match, the crowds are dead because they just film it at the end of SmackDown. They could be so much bigger if they just put them on Raw or SmackDown and let them have a division and put them on the main cards. But, like, it's it's literally like WCW that they just put them on the, as the opening match on the card or they just put them in the back, you know, the back seat and they're, they're just stuck there. So... I agree with that. I'll go with Gulak just because um, he just won it, I think, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I'll Stop stick with around. Gulak. Okay. I'm also going to pick Drew Gulak, but just following up on what you said, the rumor is SmackDown's going to three hours. And I know we're all rolling our eyes as I'm saying that. But if SmackDown does go to three hours, that's going to give extra TV time for someone, hopefully, other than Shane McMahon. So. You can keep 205 Live as a separate show, but please give these incredibly talented wrestlers one match each. Once on Raw, once on SmackDown. Give them seven minutes, and they will tear the house down. And once people recognize these characters, then they'll watch the show. And And no purple ropes. (laughs) I don't care for that. I don't care for the purple Purple apron or whatever. Purple ropes. Uh, My wife calls Velveteen Dream purple dreams. I don't know why. (laughs) <laughs> she has always she has always done it. Um, okay, next on the card we have the Usos versus the Revival for about the seventeen thousand two hundred forty ninth time in the past three or four months. Um, both incredibly talented workers or both incredibly talented teams. Two of the best tag teams in the world, in my opinion. Uh, Revival are the current champs. Kyle, who is taking this match? Well, since uh, WWE does. 50-50 booking uh, like crazy. Uh, the Usos just beat the Revival. If I'm yep, on Raw. Right? Yeah, so, it was a six-man tag, but yeah. Yeah, so, um, but they pinned Dawson. So uh, I'm giving it to Revival. I think they're going to retain. They'll cheat to win somehow. Small package or something. And 
grab the tights and get out of there with a, their belts. Yeah. Another dumb thing, by the way, is Elias abandoned uh, the revival yeah. in this match. And the revival just didn't care. They were just like, oh, it's two on three now. We're the bad guys, but we're not going to complain. Yeah. Just, ugh. Anyway, uh, I'm also going to pick the revival just because I think that uh, they're going to hold on to the titles a little bit longer. I think they're still frustrated with the WWE. Maybe the Elias WWE. will finally come back and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would be great. I'd be like, oh, it's back for – oh, it's a three-on-two now. Hey, guys, um, I'm back. <laughs> uh, but, yes, I, I think the Revival is taking this match. Um, I think it's going to be a banger just like all their matches are. I also think that uh, it's going to be on the pre-show along with Nissan Gulak. Yeah, it'll be great. Revival wins. Chris? Uh, well, to correct you, the Revival and the Usos have not fight 800 million times uh, when it's just two-on-two. It's only actually been – it's okay. only been twice – um, really? Yeah, for the for just a, a traditional tag team match, um, but I'm gonna go with the revival. Uh, just like Kyle said, the way that they do things on WWE is if, if the team wins on the show before the pay per view, then the other team's gonna win on the actual pay per view. Go ahead and book that yep. and put money on it, kids, because we watch it and we know better. Yep. Yep. It's the truth. That's the truth. All right. And the next match we're going to do is Heavy Machinery for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Heavy Machinery versus The New Day, Xavier Woods and Big E, versus the SmackDown champions, Daniel Bryan and Eric, whoops, he no longer has a first name, <laughs> Rowan. Uh, and I'll, I'll take this one first. I think anything Daniel Bryan touches turns to gold. It still absolutely blows my mind how he doesn't. He and Rowan are still doing the exact same gimmick, and he have they have leather belts. It drives me insane every time I see it. That's all I can think about. Really stupid. Doesn't matter though. Daniel Bryan is arguably the best wrestler in the world. Uh, this match is going to be awesome, but they are not going. They, they've been going through all these promos about how they're going to rebuild the tag team division. They can't lose now. It would just be dumb. Dan O'Brien and Rowan get the win. Kyle? Uh, I can totally see them winning. Uh, I don't think New Day is going to win it. I think it's either Dan O'Brien and Rowan, but I'm going to say Heavy Machinery just because Otis uh, used to be Otis Dozovich, but I guess it's just now Otis. Yeah. Um, he's so awesome. Like He is. He's so over. Like He gets over with the crowd every time, and he's just amazing. So I think – they could totally get it, so I'm going to put my money on heavy machinery. Okay, cool. We finally got something we disagree on. Chris, go ahead. Well, um, to to kind of say what you were saying about Daniel Bryan and Rowan, if that if they lose, it'll be stupid. It's the WWE. It's going to be stupid. Yeah, I thought so about that as I said gonna, it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I'm going to agree with Kyle. I would love to see heavy machinery win. I think that would be awesome. Um, okay, I really like this tag team. I liked them in NXT. They're entertaining. They're fun. They're something different, and it they're um, you know something that can give New Day a run for their money. So I like them. Okay, great. I do think all these three tag teams are awesome together. Yes. As in, they just work well with each other. The like, singles match was great. Yes, it was. Yes. And I understand that I could have a good match with Daniel Bryan. Okay, I've never even stepped foot inside a wrestling no, ring, couldn't. but you know, like my microphone could have a good match with Daniel Bryan. All right, but like. It was just Xavier Woods and Otis are great workers, but even it, the whole match was just great. It was just fun. I enjoyed watching it. I'd like to see more, and I'm going to see more on Sunday. Matt, to correct so. you, you could not have a good match. 
Uh, with Daniel Bryan, I could have a good match because he would force me to have a good match. You'd be, I could try to have a bad you'd match. You'd be laying on your back in 30 seconds exhausted. That is entirely possible. <laughs> and then he would pick me up by my hair and my head would be bleeding because he'd be pulling my hair out. Uh, that's a that's a wonderful visual. Let's move on uh, to the last man standing match with Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley, the man who just destroyed a returning Rey Mysterio in all about three and a half seconds. Uh, oh, Chris, what what you think? I really wish I cared about this match. Um, this is yeah. <laughs> this is just this is Vince McMahon's exciting big man versus big man match. Um, but I think Braun Strowman's going to come out on top. Um, he's going to do something to Bobby Lashley and like pile stuff on top of him and he won't be able to get up. So that's who I think is going to win. That makes a lot of sense. I agree with you. I think Braun Strowman is going to win. The rumor mill is churning saying that Paul Heyman is huge on Braun Strowman and he really wants to push him as a monster again. Um, plus, I mean, what are the WWE done with Lashley since he turned heel? Nothing. Nothing. No, not anything with him. So, uh, I'm going to go with Braun Strowman as well. Kyle. It's, it's a shame that they're doing this already. I kind of wish they had – I mean, they did such a big early angle a couple weeks ago of you know them getting injured and going to the hospital and made such a big deal about it. Um, I mean, Cord Graves cursed on live t- television. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they made it look like they these two guys got killed, and I wish they had just been off TV and like maybe had updates on their condition or had like an inset, um, like, a, like a promo or something between the – you know. Just keep them off TV and yeah, maybe have an appearance at the pay-per-view and have them go at it again and like have just like a big brawl and, you know, take up time that way. And then, you know, some finally they're like, all right, we're going to settle this and the last man standing, you know, I guess because it's extreme rules, they have to have something like this. But it could have been a lot better if they would have just let it simmer and, you know, but of course they had to fast track it because it's the big extreme rule show. So, but with that being said, uh, I agree that I think Braun Strowman is going to take this. I think Bobby Lashley was there to get a big win over Ray, a legend, to once again make himself look strong. So when Braun comes back, he can triumph over him. So I think it's going to be Braun Strowman. Yeah, yeah. So guys, if you are uh, taking notes at home, that is three of the four matches we have all agreed on. So place your bets. Because this stuff, this is how, these are locks. We know our we know our WWE B shows or C shows. Is this a C show? Lock is <laughs> a C show. We're uh, all very exciting with our picks. <laughs> um, okay, Bailey diversity. Yeah, I'm telling you, Bailey versus we're gonna agree on this one too. Bailey versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Um, Kyle, what happens here? I wish this was a triple threat match. It'd be a lot more interesting. Yes, I, I agree. If, if Nikki Cross said, I'm going to show you how much Alexa Bliss appreciates me, she said that if I wanted to make this a triple threat match, that would have been like, oh. Well, and Alexa, Alexa wasn't there because she was sick. Like, that would have been the greatest thing because she made a triple threat. Alexa comes back and she's like, what are you doing, you idiot? Yeah. And that's when yeah. they kind of start going at each other. And yeah. Then you could, you know, go any way you want. But yeah, handicap. Matter, she turns on her and pins her at the 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 pay per view. Yeah, uh, I'm, but well, I would like to see either Nikki Cross or Alexa Bliss win and then continue to feud. But they're both on Raw. Like, why are they fighting over the SmackDown? Yeah, Women's Championship. Wild so, card rule. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> with that being the case, I think Bailey is going to win and somehow cause, you know, maybe uh, Nikki Cross goes to pin Bailey or something and Alexa pulls her off because mm-hmm. she's an idiot and says, no, I want to pin her or something, and Bailey gets a win. I don't know. Bailey's going to win, and somehow Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are going to continue their feud. But Triple Threat would have been a lot easier to do that with. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, what I think is going to happen is uh, Bailey is going to get the win over Nikki Cross, and then Alexis is, Alexa is going to get in her face, and then hopefully Nikki will snap, uh, and then she'll turn on her. And then we can finally yeah. have a good women's wrestling feud that doesn't involve a title. Because I don't remember the last one, last good one we had. And so. like I, I think I know we've uh, we've talked about before. Um, I thought that it would have been a good story early on because Nikki Cross was like crazy, like she normally is yep. uh, early on when she was talking about Alexa, and then they brought her in and made her kind of the dumb baby face who doesn't you know see clearly that Alexa's using her type situation. Um, or they could have turned Alexa Bliss face and said like you know, she's kind of still set in her ways, but she's trying to be better. And, yeah. you know, Nikki believed her or something. And then maybe Alexa cost him a, a match or something like that. And Nikki got mad at her and she made the heel turn or something like yeah. there's a lot of ways it could have done it. But, um, instead of rehashing bliss and Nia Jax or bliss and Mickey bliss James and everybody. Bliss and, yeah, they, yeah. They've done this like a million times. Like they could have made it more interesting, but, um, but yeah, I, that's, that's the way I could see it going, Matt, is maybe Cross takes the loss and Bliss gets mad at her, yeah. and that's how they start it. I think so. What were you saying, Chris? And you can go ahead and go, too. Um, I I agree. I think Bailey's going to win. Um, I think that, again, they're going to have a little hissy fit with Bliss and Nikki Cross, and hopefully it'll turn Nikki Cross back into crazy Nikki Cross because yeah. that was the fun, entertaining Nikki Cross. This – one that talks normal. Well, it doesn't talk normal because she's, you know, from Europe, and I can't understand what she's saying. <laughs> she's way better <laughs> screaming. And, I understand those Scottish people. No, dude, it's so much better when she's like screaming, going, "I want to play with you," you know, like that's just better. Um, but I did read somewhere that someone seems to think that Sasha Banks might show up, yeah, which would be too. awesome, but I doubt it. Uh, I still think Bailey's going to win. Yeah. Well, and I just to touch on Sasha real quick. Um, I heard uh, like a rumor that she was coming back and that it was inevitable that she was going to be coming back. So, and they did say, like, I think someone commented on Raw and said something like, um, Bailey doesn't have anybody or something like that and kind of picked that the whole Sasha situation. So it's totally possible Sasha could come back and kind of help Bailey get out of this. But yeah, yeah. honestly, though, if Sasha comes back, I, I kind of want him to be a part. Like because they're just gonna tease another feud and then they'll never go through with it and I don't know like I think they should have a match at WrestleMania I think they could have a great match at WrestleMania as their blow off. Well, how cool? Yeah, really start how that. cool would it be if Sasha came back as a heel and cost Bailey the title? Like that would be. It'd be, well, that would be the boss is just a heel character. Yeah. Like it was. It just never worked to me as a babyface, even when she was over in NXT. It's because she, and when she feuded with Bessel Bailey, it's because she was the mean heel right. as the boss. Uh, yeah, it's it's just like, it's like Charlotte's queen. Like, it just doesn't work as a baby face. Like, it's yeah. a heel character. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, she should I come agree. back as a heel boss. So, I, I hate to throw us right into another one that we're all going to 100% agree on, but 
uh, Cesaro versus Aleister Black. And I'll, I'll start this one. Um, first of all, I'm a huge fan of Cesaro, as I think both of you are as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was really smart that they came out and said hey, on SmackDown, hey, it's Cesaro that's going to wrestle Aleister Black. Because if they would have had that at the pay-per-view, they would have had the Lacey Evans treatment and been like, oh, it's just Cesaro. Now it seems like more of a big deal because he, I mean, he's, I love Cesaro. I wish there was more for him, but the reality is he's a mid Carter and he's not like this huge mystery opponent, right? He's, he's just a good solid guy. I think he could be a main event star. I'm not, I'm not trying to insult Cesaro, but I think he's a good solid guy. That's going to have a great, amazing match with Aleister Black. And, on Sunday, if they would have announced Cesaro, I'd have been like, oh, cool. But right now, like, this is one of, other than maybe AJ Styles, Ricochet, or maybe Kofi and Samoa. There's so many good matches on this show. Um, but I, I'm really excited for this match. I mean, incredibly excited for it. Um, Aleister Black can't lose. If he loses, he loses all his heat. But I don't know if you guys remember before we started recording how I said, if The Miz loses again to Shane McMahon... He's going to lose all his face heat. I was right, by the way. Uh, Aleister Black can't lose this match. If they make Aleister Black lose, I'm just going to turn off the pay-per-view and you guys will do the re- review on Monday because I'm not watching the rest of it. Aleister Black wins. Uh, Chris, I think – yeah, I'm just kind of picking randomly here so we can all – but you go ahead. Yeah, um, I agree. Aleister Black will win this match. I think that this could be – uh, the best match of the night. Uh, it's going to be great. Two amazing competitors. Cesaro always does a great match. Uh-huh. Um, and, and like you said, I feel bad that he doesn't have anything going on right now. Um, you know, with um, with Sheamus being out and probably not, I mean, from what I understand, his injury is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so that he's not, he might not ever come back. And so, so they're trying to this find something for Cesaro to do, and I think he, he's going to be really going to push Aleister Black over that that next step. And I think that this match could then uh, put Aleister Black in some title pictures. Yeah, I, I think so. But I mean, what title picture are you going to put him in? Because he can't. I mean, I, he can't really wrestle the Intercontinental Title right because he just, you know, was it a partner in tag team with Ricochet? Well, Ricochet is the U.S. champion, so why not? Oh yeah, U.S. I'm sorry, U.S. Not Intercontinental. Yeah, yeah I guess he. Yeah, he is on SmackDown, isn't he? So he could wrestle Finn Balor. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting my things confused. Yeah, I'm sorry. I guess he could. Well, I could, could. you have work. the rule that you can go to any show. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. I know. Uh, Kyle, you are you done, Chris? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't want to interrupt you, Kyle. You can finish this out. Tell us why Alistair Black's winning this match. <laughs> um, pick Cesaro, Kyle. <laughs> I honestly could see Cesaro winning. No, I'd be dumb. But I'm just—I was such a fan of Aleister Black in NXT. So good. I've hated this whole. I'm in a room. Come knock on my door. Yeah, it's been silly crap. Like, come on, knock on door. <laughs> We've been waiting for you. Yep. <laughs> It's just because then somebody somebody ding dong ditched him the other week because they knocked him and left. Like it just Cesaro is secretly a he's so much better as like a baby face who just didn't speak. He's got like one of the coolest moves I've seen in a long time with the black mask. Like it's just so cool looking. And 
awesome. He could just been so just cool. Like he didn't have to be, and you'd only got him like make him a main event star. Like he just been cool. And with this new gimmick, I just think they took all that away from him. He's just been a dude sitting in a room for a month, and now he's going to wrestle Cesaro. If he wins, I want to see them do something different with him. Um, the only way I can see Cesaro winning if they wanted to like make Alistair go crazy or something. From but I do I do see him winning this match too. Um, but Cesaro's been on a hot streak too, so I I really wouldn't be surprised if they gave him the win just to throw something different in there. I love Cesaro, and if they're gonna push Cesaro, that'd be the only way. That'd be the only way. But they're not going to. I mean, they've but he's on the other show too. So what is he gonna be? I mean, they've been pushing him on Raw. I mean, he. Got to win this week. And he's, so, so, no way, Jose. I did tell Carol. I said, if no way, Jose beat Cesaro, I'm never watching wrestling again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move uh, to one of the main events here. Uh, the Undertaker and Roman Reigns in a no-holds-barred match versus Drew McIntyre and the best, I'm not even going to do it, uh, Shane McMahon. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. Uh, Chris, start us off. I don't know why we're having this match. Um, <laughs> Shane needs a match. Um, uh, I think that, I think, yeah, this is dumb. I think Roman Reigns and the Undertaker are going to win. Um, like, I think that there's going to be a, an injury angle with Shane McMahon to take him off. Um, whether that's Roman, the Undertaker, or, um, somebody else coming in like Kevin Owens and, and because it's a no holds barred match, you know, and doing something that um, could really injure him, you know, at least for the, for the show and and take him out for a while. Cause Drew McIntyre is way too good to be paired with Shane McMahon. I agree. Um, But I think this is going to be a Roman Reigns undertaker feel good. um, You know, undertaker turn over the reins to the big dog and all that good stuff. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they said that Drew McIntyre being paired with Shane McMahon has really helped Drew McIntyre's career, like not in story, like out of storyline. And I think that's ridiculous. I think that Drew McIntyre was on the cusp of being a main event mega star. Yes. And now I think he's like, you know, upper mid card, like maybe still a main eventer, but not like if he won the WWE championship tomorrow, we'd be like, why? He hasn't won a match and. You know, I guess anyone important in a long time. So, uh, anyway, you, know, you you say that, but I think them putting him with Shane is all the reason that they think he is a star. Because I could just see Vince like, oh, "You're with Shane McMahon. He's <laughs> he's the best in the world." You That's know, just pal. yeah. Like, I don't think they would have put a schlub with Shane McMahon because he's Shane McMahon. He's got to be, you know, the guy. <laughs> ridiculous, yeah. but. That's how they look at him. So I think him, you know, being with Shane doesn't necessarily help him in the eyes of the fans, but I think it says everything about how the company views him. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. That makes sense, I guess. Um, why don't you go ahead and give us your prediction? Um, <laughs> I think Undertaker and Roman Reigns are going to win. But once again, I mean, Shane. <laughs> dominated Roman Reigns in their their match um, that they had, the singles match or whatever it was, and beat Roman Reigns. I know it was to set up this match, but 
um, it's Shane McMahon, so you can't ever, you know, put him completely out. But I, I think it's going to be Undertaker Roman Reigns. So I, I almost want to pick the other. I almost want to pick Drew and Taker just to do something different. You mean Drew and Shane? What did I say? Drew and Shane. Drew, so and Drew and Taker. Taker. Yeah, that's that's going to be the one on one at SummerSlam. Uh, I almost want to pick right. Drew and Shane because I want to do something different from you guys. And honestly, I can see it. When is the last time Shane McMahon lost at a pay per view? I don't, I don't, I don't remember. He's going to lose this week. Yeah, I don't remember. To be fair, opponent since like the beginning of the year has been the Miz. Yeah, so, I but just, like I said, he beat Roman Reigns clean. I know. Like, it dominated like half the match. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense the way the way Shane has been booked. Another thing that bothers me about Shane is like, oh, Kurt Angle is forty nine. He is on his last leg, and it's like Shane McMahon is forty nine, or wait, what? He's forty eight, something like that. And they're like, oh, he's a superstar. He's an ex-WWE champion, pal. Like, I just – it blows my mind. I'm going to go with Taker Reigns. Is that uh, your Just because of Shane McMahon. Yeah, I don't, I don't do a very good Vince McMahon. Um, if, if Shane McMahon wins again, I don't know what I will do. I really don't. I'm so freaking over it. Uh, let's move on to something much happier. And, I bet they'll pin McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, they're not pinning Shane. Shane's not taking the pin. No. Uh, okay, let's go on to it's, it's gonna be amazing, guys. AJ Styles versus Ricochet. And uh, I don't remember who it was. Kyle, why don't you just go ahead and open it? Um, I see AJ Styles winning this, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I know Ricochet just won the belt, but I think the club is gonna help him win. And uh, I think he's going to be chasing AJ and they're going to have a program for a little while because I just don't like it's WWE. So obviously they can do whatever they want and they will. But Ricochet just beating AJ after he joined the club and became heel, like just ending it that quick. I mean, obviously WWE doesn't want to end it. Ricochet could still beat him and AJ can come back next week and challenge him again. Like, but no rematch. I was trying to make sense out of this. I could see AJ in the club getting the best of Ricochet and him having to go and face the odds and win his belt back. So for that reason, and just to be different, probably I'm going AJ Styles. See, I actually, I know I exclaimed really, but I can see AJ Styles winning this match. I really can. Uh, But gosh, like, Everything everything I'm hearing is like, oh, Ricochet is the future. The teens will love him. He's a real-life superhero. We want to draw on the teens. That's why Kofi Kingston threw a middle finger. And Corey Graves said the S word on live TV. Like, I, I, ugh. he just won the dang thing. And the U.S. title right now is so stinking worthless. Because he beat Samoa Joe, who was given to it because Rey Mysterio was injured. I just, eh. And Samojo had a very Samojo's great, had a very mediocre U.S. title brain. Ricochet's got to got to hold it for a long time and rebuild prestige. You can't hot potato titles, guys. It makes it worthless. Ricochet went. I know. All right, Chris, go ahead. You know, I thought I knew who I was going with, and then Kyle went. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. He makes a very compelling argument. Very good argument, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but this is WWE, so. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. I kind of feel like as I'm sitting here, I'm seeing in my mind 
the club coming in trying to mess with them. And, and I don't think it'll kill Ricochet if it's a three-on-one no, situation. You're right. So, I mean, in that sense, that's the only reason why I'd like to see AJ win because they could because, like I said, if he could lose this one and then keep the program going and then find a way to overcome the odds, that could build it back up. Yeah. Um, Can you just see so. like the club coming in and then the new day coming out to help Ricochet? Like I just like all these different things. I, I still I still think Ricochet is going to win somehow, and that's going to be like his superhero move. You know, like yeah, he beat them all. Yeah. I I just. I still I don't feel like they're gonna get rid of it just yet. I think Ricochet wins. I think that Ricochet is gonna win, but they will still continue this feud. Yes, they will. And like, like I can totally, that's that's the only reason I take pause in it because I could just totally, like I could totally see that Ricochet getting the win and AJ coming out next week and being like, "Girl, I'm mad. Let's keep this going." Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I think that you AJ, got think Ricochet, man. <laughs> Yeah, Ricochet yeah. is gonna look like a million bucks in this match. AJ Styles is gonna put him over so hard. And Ricochet is going to be like half dead when he gets the pin, right? Yeah. And then they're going to three on one and just beat the living tar out of him. Also, because I just went to Ireland, I spelled Ricochet's name Rick Space O'Shea, like an Irish name, just because I wanted to. So, yeah. Ricochet. Ricochet. Carol said, what? My wife said, what is Ricochet's real name? I said, oh, it's Rick O'Shea. And she just kind of looked at me for a second and she said, no. I said, no, it's wrong. Yeah. It's not Rick. Yeah, Rick. Rick. <laughs> Ricky. Good job. Yeah. It, 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 okay. It's Richard. really Richard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. It's Richard O'Shea. No, uh, we, we have the WWE title match, which is always going to be Dickashay. Dickashay. <laughs> uh, Kofi Kingston versus. Give it PG, Dad. I don't like the way I said that. I'm going to say it again, even though I'm not going to edit it. Kofi Kingston versus. Samoa Joe. Uh, Chris, you get to start this one. I want to see Joe win this so bad. I just, I, I really do. I I think he's a great deal. Um, I, I kind of feel like the WWE wants to, you know, like play out this Kofi Kingston thing till it's dead. Um, but I would love to see Joe win this. I'm going to go Samoa Joe. I, I think... I really want to see him win. Uh, he, okay. uh, we need we need a heel champion. We we have two faces. Uh, you know, we got Seth as the Universal and Kofi and Finn and, and Ricochet, huh? And Finn Balor and Ricochet. Exact. Everyone's a face. Like yeah. we need a heel, and Joe is a great heel, and I think yeah. that would be awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with you. Um, I'm still picking Kofi. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, nothing against Kofi. I love Kofi Kingston. I'm so glad that. You know, his hard work was recognized and he became the first African-American WWE champion in history. Uh, but Samoa, he's going to beat Samoa Joe and here's why. Samoa Joe has been in all these world title feuds. He's never won any and he's going to lose this one and it's not going to matter. His promos are so amazing. His wrestling is so incredible that he can just come out the next day and everyone's going to be like, this guy is a killer. He puts on amazing matches. He wants to murder somebody, and he's still going to be super over. Uh, obviously, Kofi would be. I just I can't see Vince McMahon pulling the trigger on a guy that looks like Samoa Joe. I know that sounds terrible, and I'm not trying to be mean, but he's not a Vince McMahon-looking guy, right? Like Vince McMahon's finally into this whole, hey, the small guys can be champs now, but he, he I don't 
have we had it? When's the last time we had like a, a champion that well, it was Kevin Owens, right? Kevin Owens was champion and yeah. this man did that. So I hope I'm wrong. I hope Samoa Joe wins. Um, I'd be okay with Kofi winning because I love Kofi Kingston, but it's Samoa Joe's time. I hope he wins, uh, but I'm picking Kofi. I, I think I'm going to agree with Chris. Um, mm. I think because usually around this time is when, like, they give it like a couple months after WrestleMania, and then one of the champions goes down. And yeah. uh, I think out of the two, um, which is spoiler, my next pick, I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> I think Joe is going to be the one to beat Kofi. Um, and then they'll start, you know, program. And plus he's under Kofi's skin. He flipped him off and, you know, they could play off that. Yeah. Uh, so I think they could continue this. I think him just beating Joe just ends it. Um, but again, WWE, so probably not. But uh, I'm going with Joe. I think he's going to he's gonna win this one. Choking him out. Okay. I hope you guys are right. I really do. Yeah, I really it. do. Um, all right. To the, what I think we all assume is the main event, the Extreme Rules match. By the way, let's let's talk at the uh, the Extreme matches we have here. We have the No Holds Barred match, and we have the Last Man Standing match, and we have the Extreme Rules Tag Team match. So that's three matches out of ten at Extreme Rules that are actually Extreme Rules matches. And the, the main event, according to Wikipedia, is... Uh... Last chance winners take all mixed tag team extreme rules match. <laughs> take a breath. Just, take a it's breath. Bad. It's bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, um, I'm going to go first here, and I'm not going to go too, too deep into it. Um, I hope this is not going to happen. I hope Seth Rollins turns on Becky Lynch and uh, they both lose their titles. It can never happen because it would make Seth look really stupid. <laughs> um, I, I, you know. With the whole Seth Rollins thing that went on a couple weeks ago, I don't like hate the guy or anything. I think he's a tremendous worker. He came out and apologized, but he just seems like that kind of guy that has a really short fuse, and that kind of person gets on my nerves. I don't like him as much anymore as I did. I know that sounds terrible. It makes me sound like a bad person, but I'm just being honest. Uh, I hope he loses the title very soon to someone that I like more. <laughs> I, I uh, But I'm still picking Seth and Becky because uh, there's absolutely zero way that Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans win this. And uh, I just, even with Seth losing it, I can't take Baron Corbin because, oh my God. Uh, I don't know. Chris, go ahead. Uh, Seth and Becky, that's it. All right. Kyle? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going with Seth and Becky um, just because – just taking the belts off both of them right now is just yeah. It'd be stupid. Dumb. Uh, be dumb. Real dumb. Yeah. I mean, but then again, the whole story is, you know, they're trying to play on like, you know, what would happen if you know one of them cost the other one the title? Would their relationship be strained? I could see them just like wanting to explore that, or at least Heyman might want to. But they would mean Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans getting the belts. But yep. they also I mean, like them, so I actually oh, I would not be surprised if they did it. But I think they'd be really, 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 mm. really stupid if they did it. So I'm going Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Hmm. Okay, that is our Extreme Rules predictions. We will uh, give out the scores on Monday, uh, along with Fight for the Fallen, and uh, we'll get to those in a second. But before we do, I saw a thread on Reddit that I thought you guys might be interested in. Uh, and the title of the thread is, What If Best in the World was a title that could be won? 
starting from CM Punk's pipe bomb. So that means when CM Punk did the pipe bomb on June 27, 2011, he became the best in the world. So the rule is singles match, tag team match, doesn't matter. When you lose a match, you automatically lose the best in the world to the person that got the pinfall in that match. So CM Punk was the first best in the world. And there have been like, I don't know, 70 of them. According to these rules, as of June 7th, 2019, the best in the world is, would you guys like to guess? Uh, Mickey Gall. Nope. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good guess though. Uh, uh, Chris. Uh, Shane McMahon. (laughs) The best in the world, as of Super Showdown on June the 7th, 2019, is Shane McMahon. Oh, so he says he's the I best in the world. For that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says he's the best in the world, but here is categorical mathematical proof. Not really math, but whatever. Hashtag not math. Uh, that Shane McMahon is the best in the world. Blows my mind. I can't believe. I mean, this is. I, I'll have to send this to you guys. It's nuts. All I can see. Um, all I can see. Long- all I can Go. see is a picture of Vince McMahon's face, and underneath it says, math. <laughs> I'm telling you that the top comment is, swear word, that is some quality long-term booking. <laughs> it's, it's I so told good. you. I told it's everybody. So it's so good. Okay, so we're going to do Fight for the Fallen predictions. They just announced today that Britt Baker and B Priestley would be in a match, but they did not say that they were going to wrestle each other. So we're not going to pick that one. Um, all they did say was Britt Baker in action, B Priestley in action. I think it'll probably be like a triple threat or a fatal four-way, so I don't think we, it's fair for us to uh, to pick that. So we're going to start with a buy-in, uh, and we're going to go with the librarian, Peter Avalon, versus Sonny Kiss. And Kyle, we're going to let you start us off. Uh, I think... there. <sighs> They're trying to get this librarian gimmick over. Um, from what I hear, it wasn't really over on the uh, with the Fighter Fest not. show. With the it was not. So um, I'm going to go with uh, Sonny Kiss winning this one. Okay. Chris? Yeah, I agree. I was actually at the uh, Daytona, and uh, every time they shushed the crowd, like, the crowd really got quiet and we were just like, should we cheer for them? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is dumb. Uh, so yeah, I'll go with Sunny. I think they're going to push Sunny kiss, not like as a main eventer, but they're going to give him some meaningful wins. And this is going to be number one. I hate that we keep agreeing on this, but some of the stuff just seems so obvious, right? Uh, Sunny kiss is getting this win. I mean, I just, the librarians are going to be like, I hope they're not gone. I don't know a lot about Peter Avalon. I love Leva Bates, and I hope she sticks around for a long time. This librarian gimmick, though, if you saw the last being the elite, like they were joking about it and stuff, it's it's going to go away. It's going to go away. Um, Kiss gets this win. Uh, Chris, you're going to start this one, and we're going to do six-man tag with MJF, the perfect 10 Sean Spears, and Sammy Guevara. Versus three guys that just fit perfectly together. Joey Janela, Darby Allen, and Jimmy Havoc. 
Um, you know, I think this is going to be a good match, uh, mm-hmm. just based on the last. Um, every one of the, I mean, um, e- each of them had a good match. I think um, the Sean Spears, MJF, Sammy uh, Guevara, they're probably going to win because Sean Spears, I think, is getting a push right now. Um, yeah. Perfect 10 came out and bashed Rhodes over the head, which was awesome. Um, and so I, I think they're going to get that win. I think it's going to be, I think okay. it's going to be an amazing match. I really do. It'll be incredible. I'm so excited. So, uh, and if we haven't announced it yet, Chris and I will be there Woo! at fight for the fallen. And on Monday, the two of us, along with Kyle, who'll be watching it on free TV, uh, we will all be reviewing that as long with Extreme Rules. I'm making a stink face right now because you guys are going to Sorry. Sorry. Um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go here. And I I think that Joey Janela, Darby Allen, and Jimmy Havoc are going to win. Um, I think that five of the six guys in this match, so everyone other than Sammy Guevara, are all going to get pretty decent pushes. Nothing against Sammy Guevara. He absolutely can but they haven't shown that yet. The only thing I've seen of Sammy Guevara in AEW is his loss to Kip Sabian. Uh, MJF, obviously one of the greatest heels in the game right now. He's going to be a megastar. Sean Spears is getting a push. But Joey Janela was just in the main event with John Moxley. Darby Allen looked freaking amazing against Cody Rhodes. And Jimmy Havoc, they keep pushing because he's like the hardcore guy. Um, I think Joey Janela pins Sammy Guevara, and that team gets the win. Miss you, Kyle. Um, Matt, you also forgot that uh, Joey Janela was also just in the main event of uh, him versus Enzo. So, uh, <laughs> I haven't watched that video. I don't think that the, the video that I saw doesn't actually show the fight. They're just <laughs> they're just. Uh, Yelling at each other and Enzo's. I'm thinking the jerk is Enzo Amore, guys. Uh, Bada boom! I mean, gosh, realest guy in the room. <laughs> I hate him so much. Yeah. How uh, you going? <laughs> I feel bad for Big Cass having to stay around with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, um is is this a no DQ tag match? Because that could drastically change the odds it does not say that it is on my card it's gonna be in the buy-in though yeah yeah but uh i i kind of have to side with chris on this one i think with sean spears and mjf being in here uh and i think havoc and like darby allen they'll put on a show um but they're not necessarily guys who are gonna they have to be stars by winning matches uh they kind of just get over by doing crazy stuff. So they're probably yeah. going to both kill themselves. And um, MJF, he's, you know, a star. And Sean Spears, they're going to push him. So I could see them picking up the win here. Um, but, yeah, it'll be crazy, and I'm sure it'll be really fun. Yeah, I, I, it's going to be. It's going to be great. Um, okay, so we're going to go with another triple threat tag. Um, winners advance to the all-out to All Out for an opportunity at a first-round buy in the AEW World Tag Team Titles Tournament. Uh, so the winner of this will wrestle Best Friends, right? That's the Was that team that won? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, okay. Um, so the Dark Order, for those that don't know, are the Super Smash Brothers from Ring of Honor, uh, but obviously they can't use the Nintendo references on a national show. So uh, they're the team that has made the lights go out 
I'm starting, I guess. Uh, then the teams have made the lights go out constantly. If they lost this match, it would just be so dumb. And I don't feel like AEW is going to do something dumb. So if they don't win this match, something good has to come of it, right? Like, uh, am, I, am I super biased here? Yes, I'm super biased. I'm sorry. I'm Wait. still picking the Dark Order. And, who's who's uh, in the match? Huh? Who's all in the match? Because I, I, I don't see that on my match card. It's uh, Dark Order uh, versus Angelico and Jack Evans and then Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Yeah. Yeah, and if you want to think about it for a second, Kyle, you can go ahead and go. Uh, I think I kind of agree with you. I think the Dark Order, uh, it, it would be really dumb for them to be. I mean, they're they're trying to present them as stars or you know something to deal with with their um, <coughs> excuse me their cut ins on uh, matches and stuff. Uh, uh, I could see them Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus getting the win just because of Jungle Boy, but uh, not necessarily. He doesn't have to win here, so. Uh, I think Dark Order is going to win and be the heel group that gets the uh, um, the chance. Of, was it a chance to buy? Yeah, I think they'll probably win that match too. Yeah. Mm. All right, Chris, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going with Dark Order here uh, with what they did on the last um, show. Um, and Double or Nothing. It was, yeah, what they did on the last show, it was a little um, – if you were there live, it, it, it was a little – rough but we got what they were trying to do um jungle boy put on an amazing match um so i think he's gonna do some really cool stuff but i think that they'll they'll i think the that they'll win okay cool yep so that's yeah we all agree on that one uh so let's move to ally versus brandy rhodes chris you get to start this one out uh with this being brandy's um I think this is her debut match, right? In AEW, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they'll probably let her win uh, just because it's her debut match and her hubby um, kind of controls stuff. Yeah. So uh, I don't I, – I'm not sure if this is going to be a good match. Um, I think Allie can hold her own, but we'll see. But I think Brandy wins. Yeah. I am also going to go with Brandy. Uh, I, I was picking Allie the whole way. Uh, but about three or four hours ago, my wife and I sat in the living room and watched the three episodes of Road to Fight for the Fallen. And after that, like super emotional uh, promos from Brandy, I just I can't see her losing. Uh, and Allie just got the win at Fighter Fest, so she won't look bad if she gets a loss. I'm going to go with Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with you guys. I think, um, I think Brandy's going to take this one. Uh, there's nothing on the line, right? It's just that's correct. Yeah. Um, so I think neither of them are going to lose too much um, if they lose, but I think Brandy is going to take this one. Yeah. Cool. Uh, now, the match that I'm, I don't want to say the one that I'm really excited about. I'm excited about a lot of matches, but one of the ones I'm most excited about is the Lucha Brothers. I love the Lucha Brothers. Versus SCU, because I love SCU. Uh, this iteration being Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian. Uh, Kyle, you go ahead and start us out. Uh, I've got the Lucha Brothers winning this one. Um, I just think they're, they're 
next to the Young Bucks, they're the most popular tag team in AEW. Um, so I, I just don't see them losing this match. Uh, it's totally possible, but I think they're going to keep them winning here. I'm going to go next because Kyle stole word for word what I was going to say. Um, I think they're the second most popular tag team in AEW and uh, SCU. Awesome tag team. Not going to pull it off, though. Lucha Brothers win. Chris? Lucha Brothers. <laughs> I agree with everything you said. I mean, seriously, like it, this one, this one. Now, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't be surprised if Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian pulled it off. I wouldn't. They're incredible. Uh incredible workers and they're very very over but the lucha brothers are just they are bona fide superstars and uh i think they're going to keep keep winning well lucha brothers were very close to winning uh, a couple weeks ago yeah i actually yeah. picked i think i picked them to win that match i can't remember I can't remember um okay this one seems super obvious hangman adam page versus kip sabian chris yeah, it's pretty obvious. Uh, Hangman's going to win. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's really not much to say other than he's going to win because they're going to continue to prove his dominance because he will be the first champion. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 well, I don't, I'm not so sure he'll be the first champion, but, and we'll get to that when, uh, when we get out in August, but uh, he's absolutely winning because he's not losing to someone that nobody's ever heard of other than his one match at uh, Fighter Fest, or what was it, Fighter Fest, or Double or Nothing? His, anyway, he beat Sammy Guevara, and uh, he, he's he, uh, he's he's not losing that match. It ain't happening. Uh, Kyle, do you agree? Yeah, uh, I'm a I'm a big Adam Page fan. I think he's great. Kip Sabian's great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But he's I, not beating the guy that's in the World Championship match at the next big pay per view. Yeah, and I like if I were the executives here, if. If, if Omega's not going to be the guy, uh, obviously Jericho's going to be in the main event. And I, I kind of, I mean, like I said, we, we'll talk about it later, but I'm kind of leaning towards Jericho being the first and people chasing him being the first yeah. champion. But I think they should, I think they should, uh, the Young Bucks, Cody and Omega could, you know, be in big matches, but I think they should elevate Paige to be one of their top stars because he just has a great look. He's gotten, you know, bigger over the years. He's improved in the ring. I freaking love his entrance music. (laughs) And I'm I'm big on like music and appearance and like the star factor on people. Like I've always just been drawn to, you know, potential like that. And I think he's got it. So he's definitely going to win here. And I'm looking forward to him and Jericho's match. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, all right, next match is Kenny Omega versus Shima, and I'll start this one out. Kenny Omega is arguably the best wrestler in the world. Uh, I know I said that about Dana Bryan earlier. Dana Bryan is the best wrestler in the world, but Kenny Omega is arguably the best wrestler in the world. Um, he lost his first match in AEW versus Chris Jericho. Um, he won the six-man tag. He's going to beat Shima uh, to continue his role. I'm not sure he's going to beat Moxley. Uh, so with that said, he has to beat Shima. He can't have all these losses if he's going to be arguably the biggest star in the promotion. Uh, Kenny Omega gets this win. Chris? Yeah, Kenny Omega's going to win this one. Um, yeah, the last match, it was a really good match, but it was really um, 
it was more of a gimmicking match because you know how they came out in those fighter outfits and everything. Um, yeah. So I think this it was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, but I think this is going to be a more of a, a technical, hard hitting Kenny Omega kind of match, and he's gonna, yeah. and he's going to win. Yep, I agree, Kyle. Yeah, I agree with that. You guys say um, he's going up against Moxley. Um, he's 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 got to get the win here, uh, and I think he will. Definitely get the win. I just can't see him losing this match. No, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Even though Sheamus very good, and he just beat Christopher Daniels. Oh, great, the- great competitive match for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a barn burner. It's gonna be incredible. Uh, but barn yeah, burner, win. right? Okay, a barn burner, barn burner, a slobber knocker. Are they having it in a barn? Is that where they're? Are you guys going to? Gotta be actually at the Hardy compound. Oh, sweet. In, in Jacksonville now? <laughs> in Jacksonville. Yeah, there's there's actually Hardy compounds all around the states. Uh, so the main event, Cody and Dustin Rhodes versus the Young Bucks. I don't I forgot who went first last, so Chris, go ahead. Oh, you're making me go first? Yeah, go for um, it. So this is a tough one. Um, Young Bucks looked really good a couple weeks ago. Um, and they, you notice they were very, very clever in not having Cody lose, but instead have a draw. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I kind of feel like the young bucks will win and that Cody and Dustin will come down to the end and maybe turn on each other or something. I don't know, but, yeah. um, I, I, this is going to be a really good match. Um, I think the young bucks win. Yeah. Yeah. I I I should not go next. Kyle, go ahead. Yeah, it's not fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I I kind of think I agree. I think the Young Bucks are gonna win. Uh, I think Dustin's going to take the pin and go out on his back. I think this is his last match with his brother. I think they're gonna have an awesome match. But I think the Bucks are going to get the best of them in this one. So I'm going with the Young Bucks. Kyle keeps stealing the words just right in my brain. It's just like it's reaching into my ear and I'm pulling up into my brain and stealing all the words. Well, then maybe you should have gone before him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the Young Bucks are going to win. I also think this is Dustin's final match. And I think it's going to be really cool to say that I was in attendance live to see Dustin Rhodes' final match. Um, after three decades of wrestling. And honestly, I'd be okay if I'm wrong and he continues wrestling and I don't get to see his final match because I, I love Dustin hanging around. Um, he obviously still has it. I think he's tired. I think he's ready to be done. And the right thing to do as a wrestler is to go out on your back. Yes. Also, the Young Bucks are the most over-tag team in AEW. Arguably the most over-tag team in the world, even though they don't have the WWE machine behind them. Uh, being the elite is just such a such a craze. I can't see them losing a tag team match to guys that are... I mean, they, they've tagged together, but yeah, they're not a true tag team in the truest sense of the words, right? They did so, win the WWE Tag Team Championship. They did. They were the first team to beat the Shield. And they're an awesome team. They are an amazing team. I'm not taking anything away from them, but uh, I, I just I think Dustin's going to take the loss to one of the Jacksons, and uh, I think Young Bucks 
Young Bucks take the win. I'm just looking forward to seeing what Cody's going to smash with a sledgehammer this time. <laughs> Is it going to be a motorcycle or maybe a Terminator? A Terminator would be awesome. Like a little, just a little, little like plastic Terminator. He just needs to come out. That should be his new gimmick. Just come on every show with a sledgehammer and break something. <laughs> Triple H had in one of his WrestleMania entrances. Oh, man. Oh, man. So we're going to do one last thing before we wrap up. Um, we're going to do a very short quiz. Five questions. So the way this works is I'm going to ask the question. You say your name, and whoever I hear say their name first gets to answer the question. Whoever gets the three first wins, but I'm still going to ask all five because I prepared them and I like them. Uh, we're going to start with a really easy one, and they're going to get a little bit harder as it goes. And any, if anybody's listening to this, uh, our viewers, if uh, we're idiots and don't know the answers, feel free to uh, answer them yourselves. Yes. Email yes. us or something. Leave a comment and message us on Instagram and be like, man, you guys are doing a wrestling podcast and you don't know the answer to this question. How dumb are you guys? Yeah, to uh, be fair, it's pretty late at night that we're recording this. It so is. is. Like I'm a little right tired, now, so. just FYI. Yeah. Yeah, maybe even a little drunk. <laughs> All day, every day, baby. Not true. Not, not true. Not true. All right, so just say your name if you know the answer. Uh, do not answer until I call on you, though, because you might give the answer to your opponent. So question number one, what is the name of Rusev's finisher? Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. Sorry. I don't know. Uh, Kyle. Uh-huh. Um, that, what is it? The accolade? The accolade? Oh, the accolade is correct. That is correct. Kyle gets answer number one. Question number two. Good job, Kyle. Is it weird that I know his his real name as well, like Rusev's, and that's like what popped in my head first? What is his real name? It's something like uh, obviously it's Bulgarian. It's like um, I'm gonna look it up. Now get it right. on it. It's uh, I forget his first name. His last name is like Barnyshev or something like that. Miroslav Barnyshev. Yep. Oh my gosh. Why do you know that? Which, why would you not have that as your wrestling name? Because you know I can't pronounce it. (laughs) All right, question number two. At Bash at the Beach 1992, Hulk Hogan joined Scott Hall and Kevin Nash to form the NWO. In that match, who were their three opponents? Kyle. (laughs) Okay. It's, I'm just gonna make a buzzer that says Kyle. Just, <laughs> I'm Kyle. 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 <laughs> um, Sting, the Machu Man, and uh, Lex Luger. That is correct. That is correct. Two. Because oh. I'm a wrestling fan. We're also WCW. I'm a wrestling fan too, but I was kind of young in '92. Man. I think we started watching wrestling because of the NWO, right, Kyle? And then when we started watching wrestling, we were kids. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely w- we were WCW guys to start yeah. with. So uh, yeah, it was around the time. But I've seen Hogan drop the leg and betray Macho Man so many times, brother. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. Mm. All right. So we're gonna get a little harder now. They're gonna start getting a little rougher. At King of the Ring 1997, who did young up-and-comer Hunter Hearst Elmsley defeat in the final round? What year? 1997. And I can give you guys um, 
multiple choice if you want. I hear clicking. I'm, I'm tapping in it's other not names. It's me. <laughs> it's me. I'm not cheating. Um, if neither of you know, I can do multiple choice. I'm going to do multiple choice. Uh, okay. It was one of these four men. Steve Austin, Farouk, Shawn Michaels, or Mankind? Chris. Yes. Shawn Michaels. Incorrect. Dang it. <laughs> well, none of those choices is what I was thinking, so I would have definitely been wrong, but I'm going to go with Mankind. Mankind is correct. Three, three I know he's beaten Mankind about 100 times. So, Who were you thinking? I was thinking like either Owen Hart or um, uh, Davey Boy Smith or something like that. Yeah, that would have made sense from back yeah. then. In 97. Because I know they feuded at some point. All right, but, Kyle won. Yeah. Let's just end. This is stupid. No, we've got two more <laughs> questions, and they're great questions. Uh, okay. Who was the first person to pin Mr. Perfect in the WWE? Was it Randy Savage, Brutus Beefcake, Hulk Hogan, or The Rock? Wait, say him again. Randy Savage, Brutus Beefcake, Hulk Hogan, or the rock. Chris. Yeah. Uh, Randy Savage. Incorrect. Gosh. <laughs> go ahead, let me go to let's like narrow down the the numbers because I don't know it. It's uh, not rigged. I got the answers in front of me. Uh, I'm gonna say Hulk Hogan. Answer is Hulk Hogan, dude. <laughs> All right, listen. Hey, listener, I want you to know this. Listeners, listen. Kyle is his cousin. They're clearly working together here. Uh, I sent him all the answers before we start. No, I'm kidding. I know. Um, but listen to this. Although he lost at WrestleMania six to Brutus the Barber Beefcake in 1990, this was not his first loss as Mr. Perfect. His first loss actually came at a house show in Austin, Texas on December 1st, 1989, when Hulk Hogan pinned him. I, I bet his, uh, Mr. Balea was like, What's his name? Mr. Perfect? Oh, we got to fix that, brother. <laughs> okay, I actually have two more questions. I'm sorry. So we've got six. Um, number one. Oh, number one. Huh? Uh, I'm not going to give you guys multiple choice because I think you'll know it. Who was the first person to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame twice? Chris. Yes. Ric Flair. Woo! The Woo! nature boy. Ric Flair is correct. You're on the board, Chris. I'm proud of you. Shut up. <laughs> Giving you a I'm not going to give you multiple choice. Yeah. I'm not going to give you guys multiple choice in this last one uh, unless you both get it wrong. Who was the oldest World Wrestling Entertainment World Heavyweight Champion in history? Wait, say it again. Uh, Who was the oldest WWFE World Heavyweight Champion in history? Okay, that's that's what I was going to ask. Does it span? It does. Like, yeah. WWE, like the whole company. Okay. Yep. Jeez. Mm. Uh, Chris. Uh huh. Bruno. That is a great guess, but it's incorrect. Uh. I'm going to go Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund is also incorrect. I'm going to tell you that I had both of them on the multiple choice. So you got to give me a second. I got to come up with two more names. <laughs> so um, let's see. Yeah, he was old. 
and he was also old when he had it. So, um, okay, we have Hulk Hogan, The Rock, Vince McMahon, or Ric Flair. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Vince. Guess your name. Guess your name. Guess your name. Huh? You gotta say Chris. Chris, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is the answer. Congratulations, Chris. No uh, chance if that's what you got. Vince McMahon won the gold when he was 54 years, 21 days of age. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Four to two. You actually had a comeback. Too bad we didn't do 10 questions. You might have actually won the thing. Yeah, too bad. Too bad. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> I actually have four too bad questions. Too bad. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just not going to guess it on here. Yeah. Uh, ten questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, this has been episode one of Wrestle Life Radio. I hope you guys had a really good time. You can follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Wrestle Life Radio. You can follow me on Instagram at Wrestle Life Matt. You can follow Chris at, at Chris Cumby. <laughs> there you go. And you can follow Kyle at Don't at me, bro. That's a good one. Is that really? That's not really your Instagram, is it? <laughs> no. Uh, Kyle.Polly Kyle.Polly Alright, thank you guys very much We really appreciate you listening uh, We will be back recording on Monday So we should be posting on Tuesday Or possibly Wednesday With Fight for the Fall and an Extreme Rules recap And perhaps a little one-on-one game Ah, we'll see how it goes Yowie wowie Yowie wowie uh, Oh, oh, before we wrap up Are we going to see Bray Wyatt on Sunday? No no. Uh, they he should be there because he's been MIA for a while. They've been waiting too long. He needs to be there, but he won't be. Thank you guys so much. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.